What is going on? You are listening to episode 306 of Tag's podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Lincoln. How you doing? I'm good. I'm drinking some water. I'm doing good. <laughs> Hydrating after a nice Hydrating class, is important. Like. Yes. Yes. And joining Thirsty us tonight bitch. is you, you heard him there, Cody Marie's Doggett. Proceed with caution. How you doing? <laughs> yes. That's me, honey. And if you get down to the underwear, green light means go. Hello, oh. darlings. How are you doing? Nobody it. knows what we're talking about, but that's right. <laughs> a little Free behind the scenes. Show. Yes. <laughs> Inside jokes. We love it exactly well happy national coming out day that's right october 11th is the anniversary of the of the 1987 national march on washington um it's the 33rd anniversary of national coming out day it was 34 years ago that over 200,000 gay men lesbians bisexuals transgender people and straight allies marched on washington to demand equal civil rights and urge the passage of protective civil rights legislation according to the human rights campaign when people People know someone who is LGBTQ plus, they are far more likely to support equality under the law. Beyond that, our stories can be powerful to each other. And this year, the theme of the day is Born to Shine. Oh, I like Aww. that. I really Aww, like that. That's nice. Me too. Yeah. Uh, um, guys- Biden, our president, also, Joe Biden on Monday commemorated National Coming Out Day by saying the U.S. still has work to do to achieve equality for all Americans amid a wave of anti LGBTQ legislation in state legislature across the country. He he said, today and every day, I want every member of the LGBTQ plus community to know that you are loved and accepted just the way you are, regardless of whether or not you've come out, Biden said in a statement. And he said that bullying and harassment, particular of young transgender Americans and LGBTQ plus people of color, still abounds, diminishing our national character. We must continue to stand together against these acts of hate and stand up to protect the rights, opportunities, physical safety, and mental health of LGBTQ plus people everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I just think the one thing that really stood out for me is when he said, despite the whether you are out or not, yeah, we come out, uh, you are still loved and supported by everyone. And so I thought that was pretty, pretty bold statement for a president to come out and say. Pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah. for sure. Thank you, Papa Biden. He got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely did. I think so. he's getting it right most of the time, but I do not think he has an easy job. To say oh my goodness! Certainly okay. not right that now. That could evolve yeah. into a whole another conversation, <laughs> but I agree with you for the most part. Yes. Okay. Well, good. on this National Coming Out Day, we did also have a, a listener want us to share some of our coming out stories, and I thought let's do it on this National Coming Out Day and. I don't know, Cody, why don't we start with you? Okay. Oh, my goodness. I I feel like I've been put on the spot here. (laughs) You are on the spot. Okay. So I was 18, and it was my first year of college. And if you remember, AOL was a thing back then. Yes. And the AOL chat rooms. And I was still living at – I was going to college and driving back – this before I moved into the dorms. I was driving from – Hampton, Virginia to Norfolk, Virginia to ODU where I went to school at. And I was 
still living at home with my mom and my sister and my brother. And I was in the AOL chat rooms, slutting it up. Okay. (laughs) As a good youngin would do. Yes, exactly. 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 And my sister happened to see it and she told my mom. So I was out. Exactly. Yes, it was. It was How very old emotional. was your sister? My sister is three years younger than me, so she was about 15. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You, and, that is like, goes against everything. I, I mean, know. Have she you should forgiven her, Cody? Me. I mean, <laughs> she's very accepting, and she loves me, but I feel like she wanted to tell my mom as as a way I, I this is how I'm rationalizing of course as like a way to protect me and to make sure that I wasn't being too just being crazy out there in the world and and you know not doing anything dangerous basically is how hmm. I feel like she yeah because you know you you can put yourselves in dangerous situations when you're a young kid and you're out there in the world did she actually say Cody is on in the chat rooms or did she say Cody is gay? I think she said Cody is in the gay chat room. So, and then it was, all. (laughs) I don't know. You know what? That's a good question for my sister. Now that let's get her on the phone right now (laughs) and put her (laughs) on Naima. Let's get you in this room right now. (laughs) Let's put the whole doggets on blast tonight. (laughs) And then my mom sat me down and was very, a tearful conversation about, you know, how I sh- how she feels like I should move in the world and how she is. It was just because she had gay friends and she didn't. I feel like she was being very protective of me as a parent. And also, you know, I feel like she was she had an idea of how my life would go in her mind. And that was just dashed. But like she wanted grandkids and she wanted the whole nine yards and all of that. And so it was very emotional. I cried. She cried. She cried the most, though. Wow, that's crazy. I know. Oh, my God. I need a minute. (laughs) We'll give you a minute. I mean, it's so funny because coming out day is supposed to be, you know, you come out if and when you want to. Exactly. I I almost had an experience like that where I, I was dating some guy in college and he was really... I worked at a radio station and uh-huh. he was starting because I didn't want it to go on. He really took a turn for the worst and started emailing and writing into our sales department of the radio station. And it got back to, and then he sent a letter to my father of all people and said that what? I was sleeping around with all these men on the UC Berkeley campus. What? And wow. my father actually called my sister and unlike wow. your sister cody <laughs> she uh i think she knew it. she just said no of course he's not gay oh well, look at she was, that she was actually being truthful because i hadn't come out to her yet oh, okay. but she was still gonna my dad was kind of like freaking out for many reasons obviously because of these letters he was getting but mm-hmm. also because of what was going on um but yeah, she, she did back me up at that time. And she, yeah, I'll tell a little bit more about my coming out in a minute. But Lincoln, how was your coming out experience? This is always such a weird thing to talk about because I don't have like this big coming out moment. With music and a, and a and <laughs> rainbow. No fan kick, no nothing. Because I was an only child. My mother and father divorced when I was five. And this was in the early, early 70s. So 
you know, a woman being divorced at that time was very not common like it is now, let alone, you know, it, it was just a different era. And my mom worked three jobs so that she could keep the house to mm-hmm. keep a steady roof over my head, which she felt was very important. But the belief at that time um, by a lot of people was if you didn't have a father figure, you would be gay. Yeah. So my right. mom was very passionate about finding a father figure for me, not necessarily the best relationship for her, but yeah. a father figure for me, which did not go so well. And wow. being gay, I was gay from the get-go because my grandmother would defend me and be like, Stephen's special, leave him alone, or we don't talk about that, or a lot of side-eye did going on. Did you say on. special? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, she did. Well, because that was at least something that people could relate to. And my yeah, grandmother really yeah. defended me, but there was a lot of backtalk and a lot of fear. And a lot, you know, back then, there was a club in San Francisco called Finocchio's where there were right. drag queens. And if you were gay, that meant you wanted to be a woman and you were a pedophile and you were sick. And you, so I was raised with that. Wow. From zero on. So why would I come out if that's what everyone around me thinks Mm -hmm. being gay is? It actually has nothing to do with me. It's if I say I'm gay, you're all going to think that I'm that. And I never really identified with that. Then there was the Roman Catholic aspect. Then fucking AIDS hit. And there was like, the answer to gays was a, you know, God was killing them with AIDS. So you, you add all of that together. And I just said to myself, exactly. Right. So (laughs) I just said, you know what? I'm going to be the visual director of Benetton. I'm going to enter the local dance contest and I'm going to win. I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to perform. I'm going to do some illustration and I'm going to get a fashion design scholarship for my first two years of college. I'm going to do so great at doing visuals with Benetton that Italy is going to ask me to do Benetton on tour. And I'm going to tour America when I'm only 21 years old doing fashion shows across the country and in nightclubs. And I'm going to live my life and you can, and I'm going to sleep with men and women and I'm going to have a million animals and I'm going to have a farm and we're all going to live happily ever after black, white, Asian, tall, short, fat, everyone leave me alone. Come on, and Joseph I just kind of blew, Get it. Like, like I blew through that. And then I ran to New York to get on Broadway. So even though I had relationships and, you know, I would like kind of introduce my partners to family. It was a friend. It was never, it was never yeah. this big coming out thing because I was too busy being Stephen Charles Lincoln. That being gay was kind of a side category, not mm. who I was. Yeah, and, you know, but, like not my main defining character. And I certainly was, I've never been a drag queen. I never been like all that part of our world while I can appreciate it. You know, I'm the guy in the harness in the corner and that's private. Right. Like, like I still say, you know, like the Eagle is a men's leather club. Sometimes everyone's not invited to the men's leather club. Cause it's a men's leather club. Like exactly. I like the men's leather side story that doesn't need to be in the front of the camera. Got it. Wow. That's so, great. That's actually a great, you know. And I also moved from the Castro to Chelsea. I mean, like I didn't have to come out just look to look around. Exactly. Yeah. Look around, you know, so. 
I love that. Yeah, I mean, I love that you also, I mean, it, it always has to come out in some way and throwing yourself into your work, which is in your life, really embracing it like 2000% is really awesome. Oh, and I should say, sorry to keep yeah. going on, but I should say as a lot of the people who listen know my mother passed November 15th. I'm coming up on one year of my mother passing away and Aww. my mother completely accepted me the last, you know, decade, but also was really happy with Peter, very happy to see me in a stable, you know, respectful adult relationship with another mm -hmm. human being. And oh, he was by that. my side when she passed. She spoke very highly of him, beginning, middle, and end. And they had some beautiful conversations before her passing. So, that's you know, beautiful... when all is said yeah, and done, that's, that's what it's really about. It's not yeah. about isn't that little four-year-old effeminine it's like oh, right okay you know what i mean yeah and i feel like for me there's been many layers of coming out it all just didn't happen in one like i feel like i came out in different periods with different people mm -hmm. and the first person was my sister's best friend who's now like our family friend really and i came out to him because he was out and gay but he wasn't really out to like my family or my parents, but of course my sister knew. And I felt comfortable finally coming out to him because I was experimenting in college with guys. And my sister was next in line to that I told her because I knew if, you know, if she can handle it, if, and she did take a second, I mean like a day really <laughs> to, because I think it was one thing for her best friend to be gay but mm -hmm. so close and it was still I mean early I guess 90s it had to have been and then I thought I was good and done but then I wanted to be an actor and I've said on this show before our, you went to Broadway Lincoln and I went to Hollywood to pursue those dreams and Hollywood and my management at that time was all about keep it under the wrap you know do not ever ever say that you're gay and butch it up practically and it just didn't ever so I almost felt like I went further back into the closet until mm. I went into special events and marketing and I felt like comfortable telling all of my co-workers that I worked with that mm -hmm. I was gay and I you know I was into fashion and it was just it was really it was really it made me happy to come out in work life. Um, but then again, I still was never out to my parents. And I thought I convinced myself that it didn't really matter or that somehow deep down they knew. Uh -huh. uh, until a few years ago, I was sitting with my mother in L.A. And I don't know what got under me, but I had to tell her. And it was actually with my friend who was at the table, too, another family friend. And I just came out to her mom. I'm, you know, I hope I want you to know something. And I was getting like sweaty palms almost. Yeah. But I came out to her and this was like four years ago, I believe. So not even, you know, and I knew she said she knew, but she like everybody, you know, she wished me the best, of course. And now I have to say, I'm really glad that I did because now like, we talk about men and who's. Yeah you know, this one's handsome and not. And it's just, it really was something that I convinced myself I didn't think I needed to do. And I'm glad I did. I and mean, you know, my mm -hmm. mom's 83. So, but 
yeah I, better late than never i think so oh, yeah it feels so good yeah. to be able to share that side with your family and the people that you love the most and be able to connect with them in a way that you hadn't before you know right, the, uh, right. Like, when you weren't keeping a secret. I know that when I watch TV and I would pretend to be straight and be like, oh, that woman is beautiful. It's a, it felt disingenuous. Well, I mean, I'm so attracted to that woman. Maybe not that woman is beautiful, but now right. I can look at a man and, and say, oh my goodness, mom, do you see him? He is so fine. And she's like, yes, I know, baby. <laughs> right. And it's, right. Just so, it's just so, it feels so good to be able to connect with her in that way and to be my real authentic self. So. And there's just so many great examples of LGBTQ people out now. And, uh, and to have a president, I mean, Lincoln, it's just like you were saying in the 70s, who was the president at the time that, I mean, of course, no one was talking about this. There was no examples. If there were examples on TV, they were definitely bad representation, like a character in that comedy soap do you remember which was really yeah. bad oh. <laughs> depiction i think of of just yeah not great and he wasn't even gay billy crystal i think played the character yeah, it was yes. billy crystal i was trying to think <laughs> yeah. of who it was i could see his face but i was like oh yeah i used to love and him. in right. a lot of ways that was groundbreaking too while it wasn't always positive yeah at least it was spoken about you know what i mean and i think it's it's great that like cody you're able to do that I was able, mm -hmm. never able to do that with my mom because my mom was of a certain generation that I wouldn't turn and go, wow, look at that guy's ass, isn't it? My mom would be like, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, I would do it in just, I guess we did, we would kind of laugh to a degree, but you know, they're not everyone needs to be full throttle accepting 20. There are people right. who still vote for Trump in my family and, yeah. and people who think that, you know that I just don't agree with everything that they see, and I'm certainly not going to prove them into political correctness or into some education or shame them into it. That I just turn and go, you know what? We don't need to talk about this. We can keep right. it about. I only see you four times a year. We could talk about health. We could talk about the weather we could talk the about weather. The, well, bakery. Things, the weather sometimes, I know. Wait, sometimes that's it but then let me tell you the weather screwed the weather. up and our whole world's falling apart because of climate change and then i'm back in trouble so i can only you know like i go okay let's all start, roads isn't lead this, back to trouble right yes. well isn't this food delicious you know what i mean like right. we can or look at that view because yeah. because I like to I don't need to be Norma Ray with every single person that's been in my life or my mother's life or my parents' life. I just have to turn and go, you know what? They'll learn it their own way. I used to think I had to come out to everyone mm -hmm. and make everyone understand that being gay was normal and be more of an activist. I was more that way also with animal rights in my life when I would throw red paint on people wearing furs <gasps> and be like angry and all that wow. stuff. And if you were wearing leather shoes, I would stomp on your feet. <gasps> yeah, I know. When oh, I was in, well, I have a degree in animal liberation. Uh -huh. It's crazy. A minor. And people, some, some places I have no degree at all. But, um, but that was like a passion of mine for a long time. And then I went, okay, I'm just really angry. And I'm trying to make yeah, everyone right. see the world my way. 
And especially, I'm glad you're not stomping on leather boots anymore. I know, right? <laughs> the irony of a especially leather man who doesn't believe in leather. Hello. I know. Well, you can always wear vegan leather, I vegan guess. Vegan leather, but... yes. <laughs> but yeah. It's called vinyl. No. Vinyl. Like... There you go. Right. right. Um, well, along the same lines, there's a therapist who's been slammed by some for claiming men having sex with men is, quote, a guy thing, not gay. So this sex therapist from... America here, because this was written uh, overseas, has explained why he believes straight men can have sex with men while remaining completely straight. His name is Dr. Joe Court, a gay sex therapist, and author insists that without being specifically gay, men can have sex with other men. Court has taken his practice online to TikTok, where his claims have been made infamous. Despite his theory sparking a massive debate online, this sex expert argues it's not a gay thing, it's a guy thing. And in a new video, Court asserted that not behavior but feelings determine sexual orientation. He claims that it all comes down to what two consenting adults want out of a situation. Quote, in general, men have more transactional sex with one another. In general, women don't. Men have objectified sex where it's just about the act. It's just about getting off, he said in the video. And then he went on to say that straight men are attracted to sex with men. They are not attracted to men. He further mentioned that some of these men could be gay or bisexual. He goes on. I'll post more of this on tagspodcast.com. But Cody, what are your first thoughts when you hear this? Because, you know, hearing President Biden say that, you know, we wish everybody, whether you're out or not, do you think having sex with a man who has sex with another man is gay or or not? So I wish I would have known this. I wish I would have read this study back in high school in the beginning of college. I would have been having all the sex with all the straight guys back then. Just so <laughs> I know, right? I was thinking that too the first time I read it. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, so it doesn't make me okay, all right. I'm would be like, so guys, just so you know, it doesn't make you gay if you if I suck your dick, just so you know. Right. But <laughs> but so but I also when you as you were going through the story, I was started to think this is just a way for guys on the DL to kind of deny their sexuality and for them to further repress their feelings as far as their sexual feelings, their attraction to other men is just another way for them to, to kind of repress that. So I don't necessarily, I don't agree wholeheartedly. I think he made some valid points that I think a lot of men <clears throat> have become detached from sex and, and emotion there's no attachment there for them. But I think that by him stating this, it will only allow men to kind of repress that side of themselves. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, we were we had the guy from Sniffies.com on our show on Tags Live the other day. And part of Sniffies is also for, he actually said kind of, did he say DL Cody or really? He certainly that, did. Okay, yeah. And you can certainly find a lot of people like that. And I was also talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and he was saying that he went into an, an adult bookstore in mm -hmm. Long Island, so not in the city here. And in that, he met a man, and this guy was really hot, and they had great sex. And then he said, do you want to do this again? And the guy was recently, he said, I'm recently 
experimenting with this. He said, and he was okay. an older gentleman, but said, yeah, I would, but I don't think he identifies as gay either. I don't know. What's your thoughts on this whole thing, Lincoln, about, or do you, do you agree <clears throat> with the doctor? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever works for you. You know what I mean? I, I don't if if having the label being gay is going to stress you out about finding intimacy or getting off, then fine. But two men having sex is gay sex. Two women having sex <laughs> is lesbian sex, lesbian sex, and a man and a woman having sex is straight heterosexual sex. I mean, we can't really Facts. get away from that. Isn't that just the fact? Like, I think it's just you sex, can't though, put a really. It's up. the label. Sure, you know, that, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all human being sex. So if we want to rewind to that, fabulous. Then we're all having sex. It doesn't matter. As long as you're consenting adults, like he said, great. But I don't think, I don't know. Does, does saying that two men having two straight men having sex isn't gay make gay men not men i don't know like i don't get the point of it like yeah. if well, you're kind of think if you're I, cheating on your wife with a man you're still cheating on your wife it doesn't matter if it's gay sex or consensual straight man sex it's right. just a little confusing to me i don't i don't know what the point is like if it if it opens up more straight men to have sex with other men. Fabulous. Just be careful. Get a COVID test and wear a condom. What do you guys Work think about me. the whole comment of, in general, men have more transactional sex with one another over, say, women? Um, well, uh, I didn't really like this next comment where he said men have object. Well, men have objectified sex where it's just about the act. Absolutely. It's just about getting off. But we've absolutely. been socialized. I don't disagree for that. with that. With they socialize. All. They socialize women to connect um, emotion and sex, and they socialize. All of this is a construct of how we are. How society has brought up us as people. So you don't women think are that's a natural thing, Cody? I don't. I really, really, really? honestly don't. Yeah, because I I'm super emotional when it comes to sex. So you can't have transactional sex. I Cody? cannot have transactional sex, and I'm really. A, I, I have all the yeah. I mean, I try and wife oh. up every guy that I have sex with. Yes, one hundred percent. So you're not a backroom kind of person. You're not a oh. a sex club kind of person. Like go play around with five different people, take off, don't even think about. But what then you after do. they swallow my load, I try to get their phone number. <laughs> well, not for nothing, it never works. But in that setting, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, because I, I'm the same way. When I would, I'd be like, "Hey, let's all do this at my house sometime. You're fun. Yeah. Or, Here's my number. Call me." They never call because that's they not never the call. place for that. But that's exactly. not the place for that. And truth be told, the ones who have called after two phone calls, I'm like, "Leave me alone." So no, I no, understand no, no, right. why. You know what I mean? Like, like we should keep it there. But if that's not, I think that's a personality thing. But then that goes along the lines of you saying that that's more socialized. See, I, I, I can have sex. I can definitely have sex just at a sex club and know that that's what I'm going to, I'm seeking out for the night. And I, and it, it is what it is. And it's fun for me and cruising. We were talking about that on Sniffies a lot. I love that whole cruising vibe. And, and I can do that when I think it crosses for me, if I really do like somebody and I brought them over, I can also just have say a one night stand. But if I like them, 
in the course of if I've spent some time with them, then mm -hmm. I sometimes want to continue it beyond that. I think I was talking on a recent show where I I was like, wait, I didn't get this guy's phone number and he didn't offer it. And yeah. I was kind of like, shoot, I would have liked to have seen him again. And I was kind of bummed about it because I thought, so to me, I kind of have different compartments on how I approach yeah, sex. I agree. And yeah. Um, but no, but you were saying exactly like you don't really like. But having... the caveat. So I, I was just thinking while we, while you were talking and the caveat for me is if I have group sex, then I can kind of detract myself from the emotional, the emotional. attachment. Yes. Because I feel like I'm I don't spreading the women... love around. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. women can do that. I mean that, and I don't think that's societal pressure or taught to you them. You would be surprised. I would, yeah. I think we might Kirk, be surprised. I'm, by... saying, I'm not saying that there aren't exceptions to the rule. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. But I, I think in general, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a doctor, so I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, it's an interesting um, debate. I'm gonna check this guy out, Dr. Joe Court, on his TikTok. And by the way, we are on TikTok now. You can follow us at Tags Say Podcast. Okay. Videos to come. Yep. Follow us on t the TikTok. Uh, all right. Well, lastly, I wanted to get some advice from you guys. And I thought, um, yes, we always have people write in and we give sex and relationship advice. And I was thinking, well, who better than use the show to get advice? And it comes from a guy that I used to know when I first moved here. He was a friend of a friend. He was a bartender at a club uh, where... Uh, I forget greenhouse where greenhouse was, Aww, but it was something out. Yeah, right? but it was the we it was that. the space before greenhouse in New York City. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. And I would go every Saturday night and hang out at his bar. And we ended up going out to an Alegria party and spent the whole night making out. And it was just we were, I was so into him. And this was like when I first moved here in two thousand and eight cut to we had sex after that it was great sex and after that it really just we became sort of friends like whenever my our mutual friend in LA would come into town that's kind of what I would see him but but I always really had a thing for him and I recently have been seeing him post things on Instagram and I was like wow he's looking really good and mm -hmm. I, I was reminded of that chemistry and that connection and I've been following him well cut to last night at our New York Eagle where it was weird I almost like ha had him appear because he lives on a total different side of the city than I do we know I don't think I've ever seen him at the New York Eagle and so I thought is this a sign did <laughs> so you conjure him few, up I, I know. Did I conjure him up? And I ended up after talking to him, he was even though at one point making out with some guy and the guy ended up leaving. I mm -hmm. think I was I had enough margaritas to tell him that, you know, why haven't we dated? And we oh. and, and, and we he said we could like we could hook up, but like sex. So I'm not sure exactly where is. But I think my question is, should, what would be your advice to proceed with this? Do I show up? Because now he works in a bar uptown and. Should I pop in and just be like, hi? Or he did give me his phone number. Should I text him and ask, like, ask to hang out with him on something more, not official, but planned? Okay. Lincoln. Oh, or Lincoln, Cody. No, <laughs> Lincoln, no, no, no Lincoln, go first. I would not show up at the bar. 
Okay. I don't think that that's a good idea. I would be very <laughs> casual and just say, hey, I'm so great to reconnect with you and see you again. Let's get together and do something. Not something too super intimate. Not something to just see him. We've had a pandemic. We've had right. like a lot of changes in the universe. You have no idea where he is in his world. And before you go anywhere in your mind, see where he is now. That's a good idea. He also yeah, has a really where cute... he is now. He might have lost a boyfriend. He might have lost a parent. He might, you know what I mean? He might right. have won the lottery and have more money than he knows what to do. Got, there's so many options. And <clears throat> I personally feel as I'm running into now that I'm at Temple and I'm seeing all these people from David Barton Gym World who I haven't seen in 10, 15 years, their their life is completely different. We're standing in front of each other. And all I do is sit and listen and go, oh, wow, this is where your life is now. Or you went on tour for how long? And then right. everything stopped because the world stopped, but you finally got your dream tour job and now you're out of work again or you know, you don't. You just don't yeah. know. Well, so one thing if, I do know: if you're really he, interested, you should stop and listen to where he's at in his life, and and tell him where you're really at. That's okay. good advice. I like that. that and is one good one thing I know that <laughs> one, one thing I know he's doing is on Instagram. He's trying to get rid of which he looks amazing. His dad body, which I think we all have been trying to get rid of that since oh, lockdown, yeah. and so and, and, he, and it's working. He's achieving it. So that's nice. really fun to look at those. Yeah, well, Cody, what are your what's your advice for our caller? I mean, me. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad that it's you because i could actually ask you a little bit of quite uh have oh there you go okay. yeah um so what is it that you really want okay i don't necessarily agree with lincoln 100 percent. okay i'm just put that out there okay. first oh, but, okay. yeah what 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 is it that you I, no it's fine i think this I know, is what yeah, this no, is all about right yeah so right. i feel like you should ask yourself, what is it you want to get out of this relationship? And he has already expressed to you what it is that he wants. And you need to evaluate whether, whether that's enough for you at this moment at, in time. For That's just my opinion. I'm open to being wrong. Also, I think it's perfectly fine for you to show up to the... if. You're okay with where he is as far as what he's willing to give you. I think it's perfectly fine for you to show up to his job. You, you didn't go there expecting to go home with him. You're just going there to right. have a social interaction with him. And, I, and you're not necessarily going there to, to – you're not going there expecting anything. Just don't have any expectations if you go to his job basically is all I want I think that's good too because one thing I could do a hybrid of those two things by texting him since he gave me his phone number and then saying hey what night are you there at this bar that he manages or owns and I could say when are you there I want to stop in kind of give him a heads up type of thing I think that's great yeah and not that he has to spend but just yeah I'm going to have a few drinks and yeah I wanted to say hi or something like that could be and you're right Exactly. Yeah. Ask myself where I would want this. I would probably want to spend some time with him to see if, you know, I know a little bit about him. I know he's interesting. He works on cars, old, old cars, and he has a, he's into animals. He has an adorable dog. So I'm an animal mm-hmm. lover. And, and so there could be all kinds of things that, but, you know, I need to probably spend a little time and see if it's even something I would want just to pursue clear. or just go back yeah. to 
the friendship thing that we, you know, kind of the on, you know, whenever I see him type deal. And I feel like Lincoln is really he's being very kind and and, and <laughs> well, loving and but warm. And I, go ahead. I have a question. When did he tell you exactly what he wants that you're going to evaluate if you want it? Did I miss that when you were telling well, me? The only I thing you just ran into each other. We ran into each other. We were talking. He was with somebody before. And then we kind of hung out there for a while. And then I brought it up. And I don't, I'm not even sure I said, I can't even remember if I said, why haven't we dated? But I I think I thought that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I said, we should, we need to like get together. And like, why haven't we? And he, but I was kind of insinuating sex. And he said, oh, we could definitely do that for sure. So I don't I, know for sure or if, yeah. or if he avoided that answer like, uh, to it. I am never into reuniting with someone with an agenda. Like, I just want to kind of know where they're at before then I, I can decide this is what do I want out of this? Because right. I, I personally, I do not. And, and like Cody said, which I do agree with, if you are going to pursue something with this person, be very specific. Right. Like if you really want something, it's like people who run around going, I want a man. Well, do you want a man or do you want a man with a job? <laughs> That's do you a want point. a man yeah. with a sex job? Do you want a man with a bipolar disorder? Do you want a man with an apartment? You know what I mean? There's like, plenty of men be, walking around out there. Exactly. There's lots of men walking around. So if you're looking for a new boyfriend, if you're looking to be intimate and maybe start something, are you really ready for a relationship? Do you really, you know what I mean? Like if you're going right. to go to, if you're going to enter this with an agenda, then be very specific about your agenda. All I was saying was pick up the conversation, keep it casual, have a yeah. good time with this person before you do develop a, what do I want out of this? You know what I mean? That's, I that's what I, I am one of those. But Cody strongly disagrees with me. So, you know, show up at his job, completely stalking his Instagram, knowing everything that's going on. Call uh, his I, mama. I when people show up at my job, I'm always like, I'm working here. Yeah. So that's why I said, don't show up at the job, you know, even though right. like, that's just, are, are you looking for free drinks or are you look, you know, I, <laughs> right, I'm yeah. just saying, be careful showing up at someone's job, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, I'll have to think this over because a lot of great advice. And... We're also men of a certain age now, right? We're not in our twenties right. hanging out with someone who's working at the gap. We're like, Hey, <laughs> right. you know, I'm in my fifties and, and I'm, an adult and you're an adult and we're both single and I've always been really attracted to you, but who are you these days? Right. You know, right. cause he could have I mean, developed some habits that you're really not into. Right. I exactly. Or I mean, really I know a little, you know. he seems sort of the same from when I knew him before, but you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind hanging out with him a little bit. And I said that, and he was receptive with the phone number exchange. And so, yeah, I guess I'll have to see which, if, if I am going to pop in there or not, I will follow up on. Uh, Take what me, I I'll go with you. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Right. A nice buffer. Just scare the bring, hell out of him. Bring that might be a friend. friend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'll well, come too. So, what are you looking for these days, sir? What are you up to? I'm <laughs> yeah. Right. I totally <laughs> squashed the whole there. situation. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. <laughs> right. Right. Um, all oh, right. Well. 
That is hilarious. Well, thank you. Thank you. And as always, if you want sex or relationship advice, we are here for you. DM us at text podcast on Instagram and we will give you the solicited advice that we, you know, we have to offer. Um, this has been great guys. Happy yes. coming out day. Um, I want to thank you both. You can follow Lincoln. Um, at, he's got two of them at protein bakery for his shop at protein bakery or on his personal account at mad Lincoln and link and excuse me. Cody has two as well. You can follow him. He's a life coach at KMD coaching or his personal account at Mr. Maurice. That, guys, thank you so much. As always, really great. Thank Love it. Thank you, Steve. I'm, thank oh, you. Such a great conversation. Looking Absolutely. forward to the next time. Absolutely. And in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yes. yes.